0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi-bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That 43 sizes and 22 different styles shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at Victoria'sSecret.com.
1: you deserve to treat yourself so turn your tax refund into a u-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new samsung galaxy a14 on them you can get a great everyday value on wireless with straight talks unlimited plans starting at 25 dollars a line per month for four lines You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.
2: Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching.
1: Oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof.
2: Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling.
0: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Welcome back, happy
3: hour listeners. It's good to be here with you all again this week. And of course, Michelle, I'm always excited to be back with you.
4: Yes. Hi, Becca. It's great to be back with you for some girl chat. I'm so excited today because we have the fabulous and newly engaged Andy Dorfman joining us today.
3: Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> to bring her back on. It's been a while since we've had her on the podcast and she's absolutely incredible. Like you said, she is newly engaged so we can pick her brain and you guys have something in common. Um, <laughs> but I'm before- excited to see that ring. Oh, my gosh. From the photos, it looks
4: massive.
3: Like ha- her, her full knuckle
4: is her 100 percent.
3: Yeah. So. He did I'm, well. Oh, yes, <laughs> definitely. And I'm I'm excited because the last time we actually had her on, I mean, it's been so long, but she was single. She had just moved to L.A. around the same time I did. And so she was just getting her feet wet, getting the lay of the land here. And so it'll be I mean, I feel like we have so much to catch up with her about, but it'll be fun to finally see her again. And talk about this whole new chapter of for life. For those of you who don't know, Andy Dorfman is a former bachelorette. She's also a two-time New York bestselling author. And now she is going to be the future Mrs. Hart. She's absolutely incredible. So everyone, please have a warm welcome for Andy Dorfman. Andy, welcome back to Happy Hour. It's been so long since we've had you here. So
2: how are you? I'm good. I feel like it was like during COVID years that I was on Happy Hour. I think you had
4: just moved to
2: L.A. Did I? Wow. wow.
3: Been like almost two years now then. It's been so long and so much has changed. We at that point were both <laughs> single and now, and, oh my God.
2: Oh my gosh. Andy, we were supposed to do a double <laughs> date for that charity. I know. I think it was like all COVID stuff and the guy was like, it's fine. I just want to like donate. I was like, oh gosh.
4: <laughs> so much has wow. changed. Okay. Wait, Anna, did you ever picture that you'd be sitting here engaged? back on bachelor happy oh, i sure hour? hope
2: so i mean <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: like it's all going accordingly to plan <laughs> like it actually happened
2: later than i planned but it still happened finally <laughs> mm-hmm. and i
3: mean before we even get into anything with the engagement i have to see that ring because it oh. is massive <laughs> it is so beautiful it takes up yes. your full knuckles really it's so big
4: that's I yeah
2: mean, I, I I do love diamonds
3: I have no shame with that <laughs> do you have to do extra <laughs> weights on that arm now just to just to be able to like carry that shit around finger curls yeah. guys, Like get
2: in the way of things happily I'm like yep, yeah, okay that'll work
3: yeah <laughs> oh it's, it's just, just stuck name. on my shirt again no big deal <laughs> oh, I scratched you
2: <laughs> first world problems <laughs> I'll get like little like wool on it I'm like oh well you know
3: it's so beautiful. Oh, it's so pretty. Well, congratulations. That's absolutely yes. amazing. I'm so excited for you. I want to get into it though, because
2: neither of us are single now. I kind of love it for us.
3: I know. I know. And well, you know, we've talked about me getting engaged way too much here on this podcast, but I will say one last time hoping it happens soon. So when you actually, when you got engaged, I think I was on tour and I was just blinded by your ring. And I was like, oh, Thomas, look at this. My friend Andy just got engaged. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I, have, I have
2: Nothing more than that. But you know what? Sometimes they need it.
3: <laughs> yeah, they need a little kick in the ass sometimes. Um, <laughs> so I want to get into it because you, I mean, I didn't even know you were dating anyone until you guys became Insta official, which was, Back wait, what about a year
2: ago? Well, it was like what do they say now? The soft launch. <laughs> yeah, the soft launch, soft I mean, and hard launches. Um, I think it was November. <laughs> so actually, my he was coming for Thanksgiving with my family, and I was like, okay, I should probably like announce this. Like it was going well. I took mm-hmm. my time, um, and I remember like calling my mom. I was like, okay, I'm gonna post a picture of him. She's like, well, can I see it first? Was like of course, here. She's like, I can't even see his face. I was like, yeah, I know. It's a it's a soft launch, mom. Mm-hmm. And then I, I love that. I think I first posted his face like, maybe like New Year's, and then by March we were engaged. But we've been dating since like August. So Mm. yeah, I think people thought it was. I mean, it still was like six months, but I think people thought it.
4: When you know, you know that for
2: sure. I really like believe that. I mean, look, I've known and I've thought I've known, and that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. But I
4: think. But now you really know.
3: Sure. (laughs) And honestly, that amount of time is like a decade in the bachelor world. So you're totally fine.
2: I think it's also like age, like the older you are and he's, you know, he just turned 36. I'm 35. Like you just know yourself better. You know what you Mm -hmm. want. You've been in relationships Mm -hmm. to know like what works and what doesn't and you can kind of see those red flags and with Blaine yeah. like, there were just no red flags. And mm-hmm. I remember like month by month I'm like, all right, when is when is this shoe gonna drop? I never <laughs> did. And mm-hmm. it was long enough time for me to know, like, okay, this is my
4: person, like this mm-hmm. is my Oh my gosh.
2: I feel amazing. like we have so much I- to
4: talk about, so much in common. <laughs> we really do, but I really wanna know how you guys met. Well oh how did you meet Blaine? We
2: met in college at a party. Uh, oh, he was playing baseball mm. with uh, one of my good friends that I grew up with. And I remember it was like 4th of July, Lake House party. It was probably like 18 or 19. Um, and my friend brought like all of his teammates down. And I remember like eyeing Blaine. I was like, all right, he's really hot. Like, hook it up. Mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never got the setup. I'm assuming that like in hindsight, Blaine probably had a girlfriend. I didn't even ask, um, but never got set up with him. And then literally like 15 years later, last summer, our mutual friend is getting married and Blaine like hit me up on DM me if I wanted to go to the wedding. I'm like, I have not talked to you in 15 years. I don't know who you are. <laughs> no, not for hire. <laughs> not going to happen. He's like, all right, well, I'm taking you out for a drink. I was like, I live in LA now. And so long story short, I was in Italy for the summer. He was there for a wedding. He, te- he DMs me. He still didn't have my number and was like, Hey, I want to take you out for a drink. What are you doing this weekend? I was like, I'm in Italy. He's like, Obviously, I saw on your Instagram about stupid. I was like, "Well, I'm in Positano," and he said, "Great, I'll be there tomorrow." Oh my god! So my girlfriend and like she's she's hanging out. He was like, "I guess I'm taking you both out for drinks." And literally, like, he walked into our hotel like courtyard, and I saw him. And I was like, "Oh damn, he's still hot." I was like, I'm
4: so <laughs> this hot. is <sighs> like a movie. It like, truly I'm is. I'm so invested.
2: Oh my god. I'm so he, invested. Like, the that thought he was hitting on my friend. So like the end of the night, I was like, you know what? You guys like go for a nightcap. I'm gonna go to sleep. They are like, what are you talking about? No, you two are connecting. He was like, I was just trying to be nice to the friend, you know. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. it all came
3: full circle. So oh, yeah. did he, where's he from originally? He's from South Carolina. So he's from. Okay. Hades,
2: he lives in Greenville, which is just like 30, 40 minutes away.
4: Oh my gosh, that's where one of my good friends lives. Damn. Okay. okay did you ever ask him like? Did he purposely put himself there? Like, did he have intentions of going to that wedding, being like, okay, like I have my eye on this girl? Like, no, have you ever no, asked no, him? No, no, no,
2: because I don't even think I was like in Italy at that point. Like, he was going to the wedding, but okay. definitely the Positano aspect of it, because it, the wedding was like in Tuscany. He was going to Rome, and he was just like, why am I going to Rome for a weekend by myself when I can like go meet this girl and take her for a drink? So right. he drove oh, three gosh. hours, came to Positano. Damn, I love this his own setup. His own hotel. I was kind of worried. I'm like, I hope this guy doesn't think that like he's coming to crash with us. But you know, we like run into friends in Europe like, all the time. I feel like if someone's mm-hmm. there, you know, especially the New York connection, people are always over there. So we've been like hanging with friends like all summer, basically. So it wasn't weird that he was coming. I was like, great, more the merrier. But I was hoping that he had his mm-hmm. own setup going on because I was like, I'm not. He's helped. not
3: about to coach crash at our nice yeah, place no. here. No, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. He
2: had it all dialed. In.
3: Oh my gosh! Good well, for him. Seems like
2: it I love a man do. who
3: goes for what he wants. You <laughs> said no to the wedding,
2: but he's like, "Fuck it, I'm
3: going to meet this girl in Europe." Yep, yep. I
2: kept good looking at him too. Like I was like, "I'm good, buddy." And then, I mean, he was in Positano. Like, okay, magical place. I'm just like, okay, I'm <laughs> it is so romantic there. So I have to ask: Then
3: after that trip, did you kind of know? Did you both feel like you wanted to continue dating, or what? Did it take a while for you to be like, "Oh, this could actually..." work out and be a
2: thing. Yeah. I remember like telling my friend the first day we met him, I was like, he's just like, too reserved for me, too shy for me. And we ended up hanging out more and he was great. We both like left Italy and we were back in the States and kept talking, kept FaceTiming. I remember like getting on the plane and I was just like, man, I really liked that guy. Mm-hmm. Probably never see him again, but that was great. You know, I had a great time. And then we ended up like meeting up, I think a week or two later. And that's when I kind of knew it was not just like the Italian romance summer fling. It was mm-hmm. there in the States. Mm-hmm. And then it was funny because I was like, all right, I think I need to probably like tie up some loose ends, like some summer fun. Stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get right back to you. And just, like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're both single and like,
4: Oh no, no, shame Just at like, all.
2: Yeah, I gotta type some loose ends. He was like, mm, "Yeah, me too." I feel you. I feel you. At least you're both <laughs> on the same page. I
4: love that you guys can both be open though, and like nobody took it personally. Yeah, I think anything. that was our
2: way of like asking each other if we wanted to be boyfriend and girl mm-hmm.
4: exclusive. <laughs> right? I
2: love this. I okay, love so this for so much.
4: between between the soft launch <laughs> and like knowing that he was the one. Um, how much time? Oh think?
3: no, I knew he was the one with the soft launch
4: yeah you are such a
3: private person and when it comes to your relationships that I feel like when you finally were going to post with somebody I was like he's going to be it like I already know oh like I see what's going on yeah Yeah. got
2: it (laughs) like a pretty good amount of guys since the show I mean it's been what like seven or eight years and I don't think I've ever posted any of them Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there was one on Instagram where you posted somebody's feet was that Blaine's no, he's gonna kill me for asking. <laughs>
2: no, no, no. I remember that, and I literally thought I think it was like one of my friends. And I'm like,
4: Can you take a photo for me? Mm-hmm. Everyone freaked out. I was like, Oh, god, the internet
3: like, went wild over not, that
4: photo. I really. kind of... It was on like a story or like a post. I think uh, it was on a post, and you I took it down, know. right? Just it <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, Catch me. I know what I'm yeah. doing after this podcast. No, <laughs> it was, it was so back. good,
3: because I think we're, you were in Mexico. <laughs> I wanted to say you were somewhere <laughs> tropical <laughs> and. And, and it was like, it was such a sexy photo of like you on vacation. It was your back and then his feet. And people were like trying to find out who this man was with just his toenails. And I was like, people they're are weird. so invested in <laughs> other people's relationships. It's wild.
2: Yeah, also, why I feel like <laughs> I kept it private was because I'm sure you guys get this too. Like people make comments about past relationships when they're trying to like guess who somebody is and it just like. Yeah. I feel awful mm. for the guy. Like even when I post with Blaine, like people will kind of make reference to, oh, it looks like so and so or his demeanor. Mm-hmm. Even people that I haven't necessarily dated, but people within the franchise. And it just kind of like irks me. I'm like, really, do you think that if you were a girl and your boyfriend posted of you that you would want being compared to other girls? And I know don't think right. that way, but it just it right. always happens. So I feel like I kind of was a little bit hesitant for that
0: reason.
3: Mm-hmm. Which I get. I, I, and I so respect that. That's so smart to to have that mindset to be like, I want to protect my partner who mm-hmm. I'm with now. Yeah. And because I don't know Blaine's background or what he does, where he works, but I'm sure this world is probably new and a lot to take yeah, in. Yeah,
2: he's like a bro. Like he is not a reality TV watcher. He likes sports. He likes beer. He likes golf. Like mm-hmm. he's a manly mm-hmm. man in the sense of this is not his world. And that I think is another thing that yeah. We, you know when we've dated people in bachelor nation they get it but i think mm-hmm. that level of protection is more so for the people that are not in this world yeah
3: it's a lot to take it's a oh, lot for us to take in even after we've been in it, really it. and so yeah being somebody who never grew up watching it or kind of being infiltrated in it it's i Oh, my God. I, I can't even imagine being in that position. It would be so much. Um, but I want to get into your engagement and the proposal. Did you have any idea that it was coming up?
2: Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you help? Did, you did, did. he know what okay. kind of ring you
3: wanted? Or is that you all? No, We
2: picked it out together. Uh, okay. And he was like, okay. so excited. He kept he would like show me photos of the ring that he had like, picked. Up. Like, Please don't show me any mm-hmm. photos. Like I want yeah you're like i want to be surprised so excited and yeah. then um he, we, he was coming for the la marathon and our family was coming in and i i think he like literally told me he went to the safety deposit box like i knew he had the ring. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. you know, sometimes men just can't keep secrets it, right or they feel like they are keeping a secret and they're mm-hmm. really not but you want to let them okay so like take us back to like the the Day or the night of the proposal, like waking up in the morning, you're like, I'm getting it. Well, I didn't know like
2: what day. I actually thought maybe it would be the Saturday before the marathon. But Friday, like, okay. no one was my calls, which my mom was like, Oh, I'm brunching or playing golf or something. I kind of believed it. And then yeah. we were going down to the beach. She made like dinner reservations. And we always go to the beach when it's nice for like sunset cocktails. Like, that's nothing mm-hmm. new. I love it there. It's like my happy place. And Friday, we're driving down to the beach, and no one was answering my calls. And I FaceTimed my friend Kelly, who was on the show with me. She's like my best friend. And her face was like, I'm like, why are you doing that? He's like, oh, what are you doing? You're like, what's wrong with you? She's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, my God. And Blaine was being weird. <laughs> we got down to the beach. We're like sitting there. He's like being so weird. He's like kind of dressed up. I'm in like sweatpants. And I see mm-hmm. a photographer. And I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> This is it. This is the moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's happening. walk down to the water. I'm like, okay, babe. But the best thing, though, is he was like, by the way, we're not doing dinner. We're just going to go to the Hotel Bel Air and, like, hang out, have a great night. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, let's drive home. We'll I'll be really quick. I'll just grab some stuff. And I walked in the door, and it was, like, double locked. And I remember being like, that's weird. Maybe Blaine, like, locked both locks. And it was dark. And I think I said to Blaine, mm-hmm. or at least I thought I was like, oh, thank God, like, no one's here. And Everyone else it was like what (laughs) is this happening like (laughs) and so my family had come in early his parents came which is their first play, which was awesome Uh and like some of my closest friends my sister came with her husband and the kids and that was like a huge surprise to me and i posted Mm -hmm. a video i was like very very emotional for that and i don't usually cry but that was a Uh big moment
4: Mm-hmm. oh my god and you were still in your sweatpants right because you had <laughs> kind of the chance to change do you so wish <laughs> now he would have given you
3: some sort of not an inkling
2: but would have been like oh like let's dress up a little bit you know i think he kind of tried to and i'm just mm-hmm. like this is what i'm wearing I maybe mean, you're like jar they're like not sweatpants but i'm good <laughs> work
4: yeah I I like comfy right now um <laughs> Yes. Wait, are these the ones? <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's probably Lulu 11 okay, so it's nice.
2: so symbolic. You,
4: know, you did that on I, purpose.
2: You know what? I'm glad that he just let me be comfortable. Like I didn't care. I yes. liked the sweater. I liked the pants. It was very casual. But like, it's mm-hmm. like not me to dress up like that for something kind of intimate in that. Right.
3: I want to yeah. ask you this because I feel like you and I are pretty similar, and you know, speaking from experience, we went from the show, we had a very extra, probably the most extravagant way you could ever get engaged, right? It was in front of millions of people with this massive Neil Lane diamond. (laughs) This, like, how did you feel with this proposal, knowing that it was only for your eyes and the photographers and very intimate just between you two? Like, what did that feel like on a much different level? I mean,
2: obviously, totally different. Only the second time I've gotten proposed to so there's not a ton of comparison but it was just what i wanted like as you can tell especially when it comes to relationships i'm pretty private i loved that the photographer was there just because i do love the photos that we had and it kind of encapsulates that moment but i'm 35 i've been engaged like you said in front of millions and millions of people it's not the way i wanted for it to happen the second time so it was a special place for us it was important for me to like do it in la in my home um Mm-hmm. Bi coastal right now, but it was that was really important to me to just do it in a place that was like my spot. Mm-hmm. I
3: love that, right. and it was beautiful. Those photos were it's absolutely so beautiful, and I, I mean. I just know you and how probably excited you were that you did find your man. But it was, oh, I was so happy when I said I got chills all, all over my body. I was about to walk out <laughs> and
2: on then stage you just get and I was to like, go and yeah, oh, especially with your family, with like your
4: friends and family and all of that, mm-hmm. too. That had to be pretty cool that you're able to like. Yeah, I was just I them. told them,
2: like two things, I'm like, please don't propose like right after the marathon because I've done the marathon before and it's not going to be pretty. And I'm going like, to do it anytime soon. Like, maybe do it while I'm still 34. I was like, if so, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm still so impressed with you and your <laughs> running capabilities. I don't know if yes. I have any desire to run even a 5K. <laughs> like, n- no. Can oh, can he keep up an, with you? He's
2: like 6'4 four and an athlete. Like he is way faster. I asked him to do the marathon. He's like, yeah, it'd be great. I'm like, yeah.
3: oh God. I wish I could just be like, yeah, let's sign up for this marathon. No big you deal. know
2: guys <laughs> that are like in good shape. Like they do stuff athletically. I'm just like, really, like you didn't even have to train very hard for that
3: like what mm-hmm. you're running in sandals right yes. now you're not even in tennis mm-hmm. shoes this is bullshit <laughs>
2: He's like, well, i can not do it i'm so impressed everything on to him like <laughs> all my gatorades and like any like waters i had, like a sweatshirt mm-hmm. of <laughs> <all>. <laughs> i love that i mean it sounds like you
3: are both so supportive of each other and so i'm glad that he can because that it's such a passion of yours and i'm glad that he can be alongside you and bring you up and partake in it and not just be like ah eh, you got this.
4: Yeah, good luck. For sure. mm-hmm.
2: It's nice. Also, like that we trained right. together. It was a good way to spend time together. I mean, when you're running for mm-hmm. hours training, it's just like the two of us. It's a it's a nice kind of quiet time for both of us. Just like, yeah.
4: So that when is you so nice, especially when you're like come off the show of, you know, everything's so luxurious and spontaneous, spontaneous and all these different things to be able to, like, see your person fit into your daily life and like spend time. You know, what is your time look like Monday through right. Friday, Friday, right. you know?
3: i'm interested to know this so when you two run together and spend that time do you have your airpods in and you're both kind of listening to music and zen out or are you both talkers and storytellers how does this look
2: he is such a talker when we run like i feel like that's his time to just chat 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 away like he's not he's chatty but he's definitely a little more like reserved and quieter than i am we start running Mm -hmm. he does not stop talking
4: that's actually nice for really? you, though. Do you like that, though? Is it a distraction, <laughs> or are you just like quiet? I mean, quiet? it
2: depends. No, usually it's a nice distraction for sure, <laughs> a good distraction. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just need to get through it, and then like we'll do hills, and I'll be just, just kind of complaining. I'm like, tell me why you love me, so I can run up this no. like- hill.
4: <laughs> oh, does he? Does he understand that when he's working out with you, though? Like, he does he understand that? If he's talking to you, that you don't necessarily have to answer back. Like it's not like a full back She like, and conversation. He like doesn't expect right? answers. Yeah. Back, I just kind just, of. Like, oh, I that's that, what that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nodding. So, yeah. Do you think you could have been with somebody who wasn't into running or who wouldn't be willing to do had that? Zero interest. I think it's
2: yes. I think it's not like a deal breaker. Like it's not what, you know my entire life. But I think it's nice, like you said back earlier, that somebody is supportive enough to be like, yeah, I'll do that. Cause it's something that you want to do. And I mean, look, he likes fitness. He's in good shape. So I'm not asking him to do anything like crazy, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of aligned with, he likes being fit. So that was an easier sell for it, but I didn't even have to sell it actually. Like, mm-hmm. I think he just wanted to do it a, as a challenge to himself, but b just to do it. Cause I like doing it. I think yeah. that's kind of interesting. Interesting. That so, something so- that you like doing just because they want to make you happy.
3: So for somebody who – okay, I have a two-part question here. So for – you obviously love to run. Blaine has taken it up, I'm sure, more so because you love it and now you can spend this quality time together. Thomas is going to be running his first marathon. So A – what advice would you give to him when he's training for this first marathon? Cause it's been grueling and his body is in pain and B, for me as a supportive partner. What could I be doing? Or, you know, like what do you see that Blaine does that really helps support you in the best ways? Okay.
2: I actually have two good answers for you for this. Um, one, you got to tell him he's got to do the recovery. Like my old coaches say the recovery is in the gates. You have to like do the Epsom salt. You have to do the roller. You have to mm-hmm. do like the, the guns that break all mm-hmm. of the acid and everything in your body. Like, you have to do that, even though it's pain to okay. do. And then, I think for you, my coach actually did this for me when I was doing the really long runs. He would like strap a water belt and ride the bike. So I had mm-hmm. some. Yeah. Oh, it. So I feel like
3: you could do that. Oh shit! I can totally do that, or I'll Definitely. get my like little motorized scooter yeah. and just scoot scoot around. <laughs> <laughs> catch back on the moped oh hell yeah
4: oh my god I'm so glad we had you on <laughs> you could definitely I could see you falling or following um Thomas oh, and doing yeah that for sure
3: I mean I'll give him his and water then, and I'll have a margarita I'll as I'm you know water. riding my scooter my bike
4: whatever <laughs> can you get one of those hats that like has the two like <laughs> cans for the water the straws like on a bike honestly
3: <laughs> oh my god this would be so content gold do they let people do they let people when you're actually running the marathon is it only for you runners or can i be a supportive partner and be like i'm going to bike and feed him his water as we're on this path you can't
4: bike
2: is that not allowed you can't bike. <laughs> You can, like, <laughs> run a couple miles with somebody. They call it, like, I think it's called a bandit. Actually, funny story, because Matt Jeans got busted for that the first time for New York. Um, you can, like, really? do it for a few miles, but you're not. Okay. people have to, like, qualify. And so yeah, you're, you're not trying to, like, take the spot away. But you can definitely, like, help someone out, like, run alongside them for a mile or two. Oh, so, oh,
3: I could totally do that. So to start out, I could just, do I need one of those numbers or can I just? The bib. Well, you won't have the bib. Okay, so I could just do a mile and then tap out and say, "I'll see you at
2: came, the end." Like along the course, jump in and just run a mile with him. And be like,
4: I'll see you finish oh, I love this. Okay, I could do that. But so does Becca have to keep up with him for the first mile? Yeah, that's still? the real question because that will not happen.
2: <laughs> I'm just looking out for you. It's no mile. It mile. 20 well- <laughs> when he's slowing down and hurting. Then
3: yeah. Okay. Well. Okay, because okay. you said Blaine is what six four. Mm-hmm. And Andy, how tall are you? Like, depends who's asking. Um, five six. So you're like my height, basically. No, so is it hard to keep up with him, or does he slow himself down to stay at your pace? Oh, he definitely slows himself down. I mean, he okay. twice
2: as long as mine, probably.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. yeah so maybe I'll tap in at the very end with yeah. Thomas. Okay. Oh wow, this vortex.
4: is. <laughs> Once the oh. blisters are there, the calves are cramped. Wait, what's
3: this Matt <laughs> James story? He just ran too far and got in trouble? No, no, no.
2: He was, remember when Tyler and I did New York Marathon mm-hmm. before COVID? Matt like jumped in and people were like giving him so much crap for it because it's like bandit running. Like, I think he ran like 10 miles of them, but he hadn't qualified. It's like not. Oh. A bit. No. Oh, no, I didn't get in. It's not fair, blah, blah. blah. But if you do like. Damn.
3: Okay. So for anyone listening, I'm not crashing the marathon with Thomas one day. I am just doing a one bandit mile. You heard it here first folks. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. He's it's just, it's the Stuff one in San Diego. Down. It's called the, Oh my God. I should know what the name of it is. Cause he always posts about it. The San Diego something marathon. Look at how supportive I am. I should know That's this, but, yeah. but it's 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 his first one and so he he had been talking about wanting to do a marathon and i just thought you know in in a year he still has to train because he doesn't really run he likes to lift and do yoga but he was never really an avid runner and one day he came home and he's like i listened to this badass podcast from david goggins and now i just signed up for the marathon i was like are you sure (laughs) like that's
4: it's always a podcast yeah, or a documentary a... that gets you realize in.
3: it's 26 <laughs> it's always... miles honey like and you are not a runner <laughs> but he's been training a little bit and he loves it and he is super dedicated so I, I know he'll be great that's I mean awesome. he has a much better mindset mm-hmm. when it comes to that than I do but
4: do you just hand like dude Andy do you just have a ton of like intense blisters by the end of it because everybody that I know like after the marathon like their bodies are in so much pain with like the blisters and like the cramping and the shin splints I mean, and my like body.
2: Yeah. Like your body's that. not supposed to run 26 miles. I mean, it's a challenge. No. If you get the right shoes, like the right sizing, if you hydrate, like you don't have to worry about the cramps. Like there are so many things to do in order to
4: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah walking walk could marathon. walk a marathon <laughs> <laughs>
3: it'd be just fine tell me about the <laughs> carving up process because I feel like that would be the fun so part of the marathon fun. just
2: eat pasta cupcakes everything like I yeah. ordered like double doozy cookies from the the mall in Georgia for us like just eating them before and after so
4: yum I think wow how many days before or like just
2: the
3: night before I just
2: take the
3: whole <Ooh>. I mean, and you're burning it all off anyways. I re- I don't remember what <laughs> right. marathon it was. I think it might have been the one in New York pre-COVID. I remember watching you eat your pasta. I think it was the night or two before. And I was like, I am so jealous of this woman right yeah. now.
2: I was doing cupcakes and pasta like the whole week in New York. I was hitting up like Magnolia Bakery down the street. You know, mm-hmm. I can get used to this.
3: Oh my gosh. You are so dedicated though. And I will say like watching you and your stories be so supportive of all of the fellow indoor fans. It's so incredible. It like very, it really is inspiring. Like I, I should be better and and join. I mean, mean,
2: everyone has their thing. Like for me, it was definitely like some mental kind of therapeutic thing for me. Um, especially when I was in New York and kind of getting out of like my shoebox apartment I think Mm -hmm. everyone kind of has that one thing that they're kind of fixated on um, for whatever reason, whether it's like getting through a bad day or, you know, if it's a glass of wine or it's going for a run or yoga, a lot of people. So I think for me, it's just like, that's just my thing that I've found. Mm -hmm. And didn't you say, did you start
3: it because you were traveling so much that it was just a good way to get out and see wherever new places you
2: were? Yeah. I mean, it was a good way to exercise. Like, first of all, you know, when you travel, like especially coming the show, you're everywhere mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't want to go to the hotel gym or, you know, I don't want to, I don't, can't find a gym. So for me, it was just getting out, running like different cities. And it is true. You see stuff so differently on foot. Like, you notice, mm-hmm. even when I run around my own neighborhood, mm-hmm. I notice houses or I notice you know trees or just things that are like you don't see while you're driving a car not Mm -hmm.
4: that you would pay attention Mm -hmm. to yeah that's so very true and I actually never really thought about that yeah Yeah. except for then sometimes I've gone on runs and I don't notice because I'm like wheezing
2: I started not even having like run a full mile when I first did the marathon I trained that hard but I was like a walk run a little bit
4: walks that's awesome
3: oh man I'm so probably cool. going to have you up on speed dial before his marathon, <laughs> just so I can get pick your brain more and get your advice because this. it's it's going to be I mean, needed. I know.
4: I, f- I feel like I'm being inspired to to run a marathon. I'm like thinking should about we, it, and I'm not sure it, if it Michelle? was if it's Andy or if it's like the carb loading <laughs> yeah. cupcake and and pasta. Should I'm not we? Sure which part? Is should doing we it for do me, but... a 10k?
3: We should do like a voucher at 10k. I feel like we could do that. That would be or fun. We could do like, how many
2: of us are there now? Like eight.
3: Oh, well, there's more than 18, right? No, 18.
4: Eight, no, 18. Technically, there'll be 20 yeah. soon. We each did a-, doing a marathon. With Rachel and Gabby. We could do,
2: like, our virtual marathon. And was- we could.
4: Mm-hmm. Do we I actually we like start this? We a marathon. Will each we person start? does yeah, one mile.
3: One mile. And then it taps onto the next oh. person. And then to make oh, up the, like, last six miles, Andy can do a couple, <laughs> you know. I'll, I'll try to do two <laughs> or three. I'll take one for the team. But we could do it
4: for a charity actually, to cool. raise money. Wait. Let's do that. I, re- I actually really like it's that idea. It's kind of
3: like, Andy, do you remember when we did a couple of years ago? It was during COVID. We did the like pass the roast yeah. challenge. It could be like that, except running a mile. You could, like pass
2: the baton and you could do wherever you want.
3: Like, the Something. Scenery. <sighs> yeah. I love that. That would actually be fun too to show mm-hmm. the different cities that everyone's in across the country. Wait, will you guys really do it? I'm so
4: down. No, I, I 100% would do it. And I'm already like thinking about like the video footage. So just like showing, like running and like how, oh oh my gosh. Yeah. All the different scenery, all the different areas.
3: Okay. Let's actually talk about this and put a plan in place because I would be so down, especially if it's going for a good cause. I mean, sign me up all Mm -hmm. the time.
4: I would love that. I mean, let's just make it an annual thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. So speaking (laughs) of bad charades, I mean, obviously we all have that in common going back. I mean, sometimes I hate to do this. So I hate to ask you this, but like going back to your time on the show, you know, (laughs) it worked out for some of us. It worked out. It didn't work out for some of us. So I totally understand probably your mindset, but do you have
2: any favorite memories that stand out when you were bachelorette? Oh, I mean the travel, like we went to incredible places, both bachelor and bachelorette my seasons. That was like, I feel like that was kind of the height of the traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, the travel was amazing. I had a great experience. Like even though it didn't work out, you know, I picked the wrong guy clearly or the wrong relationship at least. Um, I thought it was great. Like I had a blast. I thought it was life changing for me. I feel like we can all probably attest to that where it's like, it just, it changed my life. It put it in a totally different trajectory and yeah, there was some stuff that we had to deal with. Um, you know, whether it's just people talking or, you know, the emotional effects of like being away from all of your friends and family and doing this kind of alone, but all said and done, like, I just, I thought it was incredible. It changed my life. It's, like, mm-hmm. a huge defining point in my life. And, yeah, I, I have, like, zero regrets on it. Um, I think the traveling was great. Falling in love, honestly. Like, again, even though it didn't work out, I fell in love. Like, that's always fun.
3: Yeah. I, I, I mm-hmm. would hope that everyone coming from the show has that mindset. Like, even if it didn't work out, you still make so many friends you know, when you're living with the contestants and you have really some do. of the most incredible memories, and that's what I'll always take with me. And so I'm glad that you still look back fondly. And I, and I like that you say you would have no regrets, yeah. regardless of how things ended in the long run or not. Right. That's, I mean, that's going to go special. through a breakup.
2: You might as well have done it while traveling the world and meeting people and you know.
3: being wind <laughs> and dined.
4: <laughs> you make a very good point. <laughs> go bigger, go home. <laughs> 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 Do you have like a favorite dress or outfit that you just like absolutely love? Like when you think about your fashion sense and everything back to when you were the Bachelorette, what what is that outfit or that there dress? There were that you're a picturing?
2: few really great ones. I remember there was one that I loved. It's kind of a funny story because Carrie Fettman, obviously the stylist, um, pulled this dress and he was like, look, you cannot spill on this dress. I'm like, Carrie, I never spill. He looks at me like, yes, but you cannot spill on <laughs> this dress. He knows. I was like, okay, fine. He's like, I'm serious, Andy. He's like, Selena Gomez, it's shipping to her. She has to wear it next. You can't spill on it. And then of course, like Us Weekly did a like, who wore it better? <laughs> and it was the same dress. <laughs> and it was one of my favorites. And of course she wore it way better. But it was that was fun for me. It was like to wear something and then see, you know, an app what was the dress? It was like a black deep plunge and it had a bunch of like diamond encrusted, almost looked like dots, but it was like spread out diamonds.
3: Mm-hmm. Ooh, was it a Randy Rum? You Actually, know, I don't
2: think so. I think one of the okay. few that wasn't.
4: Okay. Oh my gosh. I, I want to go back <laughs> right. and look through old photos to see what one I know. this was. I want to scroll through it. That is crazy. Oh, Selena Gomez is yeah. just going to wear this.
3: Do you out. think, after going through that entire process, both as a contestant and then as the lead on the show, that it? ultimately changed your approach to dating or how you would want to find a partner or find love? Um,
2: yes and no. I mean, I think it's kind of hard when you're dating so many people at one time to like really like figure out some kind of like life changing things to take away from each of those relationships. You know what I mean? Like, okay, the guy that, you know, was made it till the fifth round or whatever. There's not like there was that deep of a relationship to take that much away I think I Mm -hmm. did learn like everybody is kind of a person and has a life and they're spending time and kind of respecting that time. And I remember on The Bachelor, a lot of us didn't really feel that like our time was kind of being valued and that we weren't being looked at as like actual human beings that had given up their jobs and, you know, family and friends to come here. So mm-hmm. I think it did make me kind of, like, humanize guys, even though it was, like, speed dating. I was like, okay, each one of these guys has mm-hmm. an actual life, too. And there's something to each of them, even if it's yeah. not romance. Yeah. It's, like, there's still a human being on this earth that you can converse with and, like, you know, be kind to and show attention to.
3: Yeah. Are you still close yeah. with any of the guys on your season? Do you still stay in touch with them?
2: Um, Chris Sewell's, yeah, always. Um, Chris Harrison, I guess, he was on my season, always. Mm-hmm. um i see like nick vial in la every once in a while and we're cool oh my god i keep
3: forgetting he was on your season i know
2: it's so funny we were actually at a dinner <laughs> last night and christina Shulman was there and i was like we on chris's season or ben she was like i was on nick's so i was like
4: <laughs> that's oh. so crazy <gasps> wait that was like the first time he stepped into this world yes. was on your season right
3: yeah he is my neighbor he lives i am looking at my window and i could probably wow. see his house if i go to the other end of my window
4: Okay, wait, so with, okay, having, Andy, you go on, going through this whole Bachelor world and everything like that, and then bringing somebody into it, even, like, as you're just starting to date, who were, like, some of the first people that you introduced him um, to?
2: Well, obviously, my friend Kelly, um, mm-hmm. she had, like, FaceTimed with him and everything. He came, Lane came to L.A., and um, we went to a, a Luke Bryan concert, and actually Christina Schulman came with us. And I, like, I randomly kind of see her and, like, we'll hang out for, like, concerts and stuff. But she was, like, the first person, I feel like, in Bachelor Nation that met him. And then Super Bowl happened and you guys were there. Like, then it was, like, the floodgates opened. And he met pretty much everybody from Bachelor Nation that lived in L.A. or was at the Super Bowl. <laughs> hmm
4: Oh, that oh, had to be awesome. – how
2: did he
3: handle all of that? Was it too much to take in at first or was he – is he – I mean, it seems like he's pretty go with the flow. Yeah. But how did he take that all in? Honestly,
2: I think it was, like, more, like, exciting for him to, like, tell his friends, like, who he saw and, like, how cool is this? Like, he doesn't really care about, not that he doesn't care about vaccination. He does. I don't want to trolling him. Yeah. But he's not in it. He doesn't, he's not, like, phased by things.
4: Mm-hmm. He, like,
2: um, the guys from Selling Sunset, he was like, oh, I've seen that show. You know? So, you know <laughs> like, oh, okay. good. I love
3: that. Right. <laughs> has he did he ever go back and watch any of your season or is does he have no interest in that? I don't that?
2: think he has any interest and I don't have any interest in him watching.
3: That would be so weird. That no. would be so weird. Yeah,
2: like imagine if you started watching like your current guys like past, you know. If oh yeah, no. Have, no. Like, don't get me wrong. But if I have the option for him not to watch it, I'm good with that. Listen,
3: I I had Good to watch Thomas yeah. on like three episodes of Paradise before I got down there, and that was enough. I would never want to go back and watch a full season of whoever I'll I'm dating it. on okay. TV. Yeah, yeah.
4: Mm-mm. We're not <laughs> <pleasant>. <laughs> um,
3: uh, Okay, so are you're and you're close with Amanda Stan, yeah. right? Yeah, oh Amanda Sam, yeah, okay for sure. Yeah, because and she—I mean, obviously you got engaged more recently, but she also just got engaged. So, have you guys been able to kind of talk about any wedding plans or bounce ideas off of well, each it's other? It's funny
2: because her fiance is actually someone that she set me up on a blind date with in New York.
3: <laughs> really? <What>? Shut up! <laughs> Wait. You, okay,
2: so yep, you went on Michael this blind date? So lovely. Like it. He was so nice. We didn't have the chemistry. It was just like a friend thing. But he was awesome. And then like literally a year, a three years actually, because this had to have been way before COVID. Like probably three years, four years later, a man is like, you're never going to guess who I'm dating. And I was like, Michael Fogle, how did you know? I said, I just had a feeling like I had a feeling you always kind of liked him. You always <laughs> trying to set him up with somebody. And um, it's funny because I went to brunch with her. Blaine and I were down in Newport. And I'm sitting there talking, and we like order the food, and we sit down. And I I hadn't seen her since she got engaged. So I was just talking, her mm-hmm. and she's like, "What is on your hand?" And I hadn't announced it yet. And I was like, <gasps> <gasps> "Surprise!" The to I was like,
3: okay. Andy, there's no missing that ring. I don't know. I, I don't know really how not. you expected <laughs> to get I away with her.
2: that. Like standing there like this. Like-
3: yeah, no, there's no getting <laughs> around that baby. If it, was, if it was smaller, maybe. But
2: yours, uh-uh. Maybe.
4: But it's like, you know, like <laughs> blind like, people yeah. reflecting off thought, like, of weeks, everything.
2: Though. Oh, you waited that long? Yeah, I think it was like one or two weeks because we got engaged before the marathon and I just wanted to like deal with the marathon. And to be honest, it's mm-hmm. funny that people say this, that they just wanted time to kind of enjoy it. Not that yeah. I didn't enjoy mm-hmm. the attention and like everyone being sweet. It was just once that got announced everybody was texting and calling congratulations mm-hmm. and yeah. blaine and i both were like just on the phones with like our friends and family so it gave us like a week or two to just mm-hmm. enjoy it and uh, yeah the family knew together um but mm-hmm. i guess the world did it and that was a whole nother level of like <laughs>
3: A lot to take in, especially if you're trying to train and focus on the marathon. I I totally understand why you would have wanted to hold off on the big news because it's a perfect.
2: lot. I just like didn't know what people were going to say. I didn't know if you were like, oh, finally or like I, I, I had been out of kind of that like happy celebration romance type of announcement for so long. But it ended mm-hmm. up being really good. I was like very, very overwhelmed, like even emotional about how sweet everybody was and just like how happy everybody was for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't
3: expecting that yeah yeah it seems like you have so much support behind you behind you both which is very very special yeah. so and if anyone had any hate to say there's the age-old adage fuck them
4: yeah. you know who exactly. cares <laughs> <I feel laughs> that. That, like- <laughs> do you have you guys talked about if you're gonna do like a, a longer engagement <laughs> if you're like are you like let's well, jump in let's do yeah, this wedding we, let's we go
2: get married in Italy, like obviously very special to us. I
4: love it. We like rekindled, or really basically met there. Um, I was trying to maybe do October, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Like this October. That's coming up. Yes, let's go, Andy. You know what? (laughs) She waits no time. I don't
3: know, and don't quote me on this. I don't know if it's fully true, but I was just talking to some of our friends out in San Diego who just actually got engaged uh i think in february or march too and they are planning a wedding in april in italy next year but they said that everything there it's so much more affordable it's easier to plan weddings like outside of the states and i because i was actually shocked i was like i thought it would have been the opposite of how much how expensive everything was and to rent at the venues just how crazy spendy it would be but they looked at several different venues and they could get them in right away there was really no hold up of like when they could rent out the space and like how wow. much it would be so honestly i feel like i mean if that's true which i, I so don't know if it fully different. is but if it is you yeah. you could do it you can pull it up a
2: bunch of venues thinking like there's no way october like, october is kind of the last month of the year in italy to get married the weather starts getting cold obviously it's mm-hmm. like there's no way with all okay. the backup from COVID from 2020 that got pushed to 2021 and sure enough there were some things that i i kind of like now I regret saying that because Blaine's like, all right, let's do it then. Um, but I think we'll, we'll probably wait till the spring. I just, part of me is like, wants to actually enjoy it, you know? Mm-hmm. I know that sounds crazy because everyone just goes wild and it's stressful, but I'm going to be sad like when it's over a little bit. You know? Yeah, don't I know. Wrestle. And I think, I think yeah. if we had gotten engaged, like let's say, you know, January 10 months is a lot different than we're just now starting to plan, it's five months. Mm hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. it's a lot. I mean, I can't, I've never planned a wedding, so I can't speak from experience, but just seeing friends and family do it, it's a lot to think about. So whenever you are ready to plan and do it, you will, it will all work out and happen as it, as it should. So, and we're here to support you along the way, Andy. I I
2: feel bad. (laughs) I like haven't even started planning anything, but
3: do you have a vision of what you would want like what you would want your dress to look like what you would want food or cake or anything like that
2: I the the good thing about Italy is it is a lot easier like I literally just want everybody to be taken care of I want everyone to be fed well good wine good pasta I mean with the dress I started looking it's so funny my mom like sent me an entire word document of 45 50 dresses I'm like when do you (laughs) <laughs> oh, when blaine asked for my blessing i was like oh my god you're so bad. Oh. um but there's so many dress options like i i'm already overwhelmed with it i feel like i'm mm-hmm. something and just not here yeah. or just like me make-
4: <laughs> okay yeah that's how i feel like that's how i am too so you're not one of those people who just you know like plans out their wedding on pinterest no. when they were 15 no and, like have it all Are you out. No, I'm not like. But Be- are you? No, like that? I have no visions for any
3: wedding. Besides, I want a uh, lot of like burritos there, <laughs> yes, and a champagne <laughs> tower, and that's it.
4: <laughs> we've. I think we've talked about every burrito, <laughs> like a burrito, on every episode since I've we started. We
3: truly <laughs> have. <laughs> we truly have. And again, I will never look at it the same after you, and Nate. Um. So, Andy, I want to know this because uh, you are a New York Times bestseller. <laughs> And I love your books. I had such a blast reading them because I could kind of go back and like put myself in your shoes or like in that mindset. And, um, you know, we all kind of know more secrets behind the scenes. So we kind of know how things work. But do you have any plans to do another <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, I'm going
2: to do a third. I think I'd already started. It was kind of during COVID that I started writing. Great time to start writing, honestly. Um, honestly, I was kind of waiting for an ending. I didn't know it was going to be this. But mm-hmm. I think this is probably a good ending and probably segue into some other kind of writing. I want to do like, mm-hmm. I want to do some fiction. I want to do something kind of wild. So it'll
4: be yeah. the last kind of single no more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I need to check these out because I, I think, I do believe you reached out to me on Instagram. I'm like the worst at getting back to people while I'm teaching this year. So I keep telling everybody, don't take it personal. But that might have to be like one of my first reads this summer. Easy. Please like send it my fun. way becky you said you read fun. both of them yeah mm-hmm. okay okay that's it i'm yes i'm gonna move it to the top of the list okay oh, send so, send me both like copies the,
2: the tidbits <laughs> from the show, you guys will pick on pick up on even better.
4: were you super stressed out from just you go through this experience right and then it, that whole experience is just like showcased the entire world for like their opinions and all those different things do you feel like it was less stressful then to go and write a book? Because you're still sharing your experiences. You're still sharing your thoughts, right? You're still putting that story out there for opinions. Did you feel like really that like same type of anxiety because your life is still, you know what I mean, being put on a platform? Being yeah, actually,
2: I, I remember feeling a lot of anxiety about it because, you know, sure, it's your story. So there is kind of this feeling mm-hmm. of like, this is me, at least people can hear it directly from me but people still will like pick things yeah. apart. Like I remember I, I said something about like someone's apartment and it was like actually in a joking way. And people will still be like, Oh, she's like a gold digger. Someone's apartment was too small. Like, you know, you say things in jest and they will take just one sentence out of that entire book and, yeah. and it's your words. So you kind of have to eat them and just own it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. it does. I think it's just a good outlet. You're just like, you know what? This is all of me. You're going to judge me anyways, at least judge it kind of from my own words. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah. And it's kind of nice because you can take however long you need to to make sure that your full story is yeah. like yeah. Told. I'm sure it's like it's like yeah. your baby. Like that I feel oh.
3: like writing your own book like that would be more I think intimate and intense when it's finally released and it was like when your show airs cuz you don't know what's going to happen when the season's airing you don't know what's going to be edited and like picked to be shown mm-hmm. to the world so I feel like when you're actually hands deep in, in control. control of that that would be
2: I think much more of a scary thing Oh yeah it's like a blessing and a curse cuz you get to have that outlet and say it all but then you're like oh gosh now I have nothing to hide behind you know Oh mm-hmm. that wasn't <laughs> it's I all there know. No love you know, me or hate me yeah. take what you want I but it's hard like for all of us <laughs> but everyone especially like in social media and stuff like that that vulnerability can be really really hard mm-hmm totally yeah definitely
3: so definitely. okay aside from few your future book and this engagement and upcoming wedding plans what's next for you anything else you want to share
2: well we're I'm moving to south carolina you yes. are you're leaving exactly. up me in LA wow.
4: she was okay. just gonna slide oh, that in I there know. casually oh, <laughs> uh, we're in South so Carolina beautiful there, I know
2: it's nice and we're building it a is. house there which is gonna be great like it's exactly what we want I'll still be in LA a lot but you know it's a big it's a big move I'm a little mm-hmm. you know, we're
4: we're in South Carolina will you guys be Greenville. building are you able to yeah. say
2: Greenville okay angryville it's a great okay. town but you know I I know Blaine and like his friends there so it's kind of that starting over um yeah it'll be bittersweet I'm like happy to do it with him and you know for him like his career is really based there um but I'll miss it here I'll come out here a lot though
3: so when will you actually move
2: mm, this summer
3: okay well f- before you leave okay. we have to uh, get together we will do another girls night for sure Michelle you're coming out
4: that's exciting. I had one more
3: question. Oh, it, before we get into our game, this this last question that I want to ask. So first, do you still keep up with watching the shows or are you kind of, have you removed yourself and you're not that in, involved
0: anymore? I'm
2: just not that involved anymore. Um, I feel like, you could probably attest to this too, it kind of goes in like different ways. Like I don't know anyone mm-hmm. on it. I don't know anyone that knows anybody on it. I mm-hmm. don't even know any of the producers really anymore. Um, so it just seems like it's kind of a different, It's a different time for
4: me. A shift. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when you go through it specifically yourself, you know, you go through all those experiences and if you have less connections with the people who are then going through it, you know what I mean? I mean, you could watch it if you wanted to. No, I find
2: myself like yelling at the TV or just like knowing kind of like, oh, this is the music. This
4: is the, you know, last Mm -hmm. night of the limo. You know so much, right? yeah. Yeah. It's so different once you know. <laughs>
3: okay, you, I know you don't watch it, but I'm sure you've heard the news that we have dual bachelorettes yeah. this season yeah. with Rachel and Gabby. So, mm-hmm. do you have any advice? I mean, I think they're still filming, if I'm, if my math adds up, but they will be coming back very, very soon. So, do you have any advice for them as they prepare for their season to finally be aired?
2: Ooh, tell your your partner and your family everything before it airs, because. <laughs>
4: <laughs> before it comes out,
2: yes. yeah, That's um, a good one. <laughs> I would say, I mean, as much as you can, you've got to like, kind of stay off the internet. Definitely stay off the forums. I remember when I did it, the forums were the worst. Like, people were so, so critical. Um And it, it dampened a little bit of like that post-show kind of glory cone that I was in. Um So I would say just, just as best as you can, like stay away from hate. Just, no, mm-hmm. people are going to come out at you, whether it's because they're jealous or because they just don't like you, whatever. That's their problem, not yours. So just try and enjoy it, trying to see all the fun things that you're getting to do. You're going to be exhausted, but it's worth it. It's fun. Like you'll look back in five, 10 years like I am and just think that was a really cool thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Solid advice. Yeah.
4: Advice. That's what
3: we were trying to tell Clayton <laughs> the most recent voucher was don't read all the comments like stay away stay off of oh, yeah. Reddit. That's the first so. one by the way. People love to hate and that's the thing it's like it's not even yeah I I don't
2: I mean I saw Paul trust Reddit, me like for the engagement they're like oh nightmare proposal nightmare engagement ring and I was like people say this about other people that was about me I was like oh, okay I was
3: like yeah I don't know why. I don't know if it like makes them feel better for five and a half seconds. It's it's bizarre, but wow. but that is solid advice. I can't wait to hear how how they are coming from the season. But I will make sure if they don't listen to this to share that with them. Because how many guys you know, like
2: fight over them? Like how many guys are
3: going to go for the same girl? Oh, it'll be so! I can't wait to add them to the group yeah. chat. I always love the moment when we can add Ugh. the newbie to the group <laughs> chat, no, I and it's probably so freaking overwhelming. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And I'm not the newbie yeah, anymore. I'm, the newbie, yes. I'm no longer the rookie. I hit like overwhelming the, the group. chat. Were you just like, oh my gosh.
4: Um, I honestly think I felt more like, I felt bad that I wasn't able to like respond more and interact more because I was yeah. still working full time as a teacher when all of that was unfolding. And so I think that that was the hardest part is I didn't even, I was just overwhelmed <laughs> in life as general, <laughs> in general. So I just, yeah, but it, it was really nice to know that all of these women have been through a similar situation because there's a lot of different areas where you can feel, like, yeah. very alone when all this is taking place, you know. Just when your life starts to change, as it does, it's hard because it's, you know, not a lot of people yeah. experience yeah. that. Yeah, I'm so glad that we have it. It's a, it was helpful, yeah. For definitely. sure. Um, okay. Shall we move into our yes, game? Michelle, do you want to explain it, Michelle? Yes. Okay. So we play a game all the time. Beck and I love, 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 love games. And so we are going to play a game called This or That, and it's going to be a wedding planning edition. So I hope you're ready. Um, We're going to give you two options related to planning a wedding, and you'll respond with your preference. So it's like a rapid fire. Ready for the first one? Band or DJ?
3: I love that. I feel like, Andy, Mm -hmm. you and I, we're both Aries. We were born on the same day. We're very similar.
4: So I'm excited to see what you have to say for these other ones. Okay. (laughs) Big party or intimate gathering? Intimate gathering. Okay. Mm -hmm. You kind of answered this one already. Destination wedding or stay local?
2: Destination. And then I want to do something with our family local.
4: Yeah. Oh, I like that. Write your own vows or go with the classics?
2: write my own vows.
4: Ooh. First, look before the ceremony or at the aisle?
2: At the aisle. That's like Blaine's number one wish. Mm-hmm. It's like, really?
4: Crying. Okay. He wants
2: to stand there and like probably cry and watch him yeah walk down the aisle. It's such a special
3: moment. It's so like, sweet. there's very few times in life where you can have that like take your breath away yeah. moment. And I can my niece and he's a
2: nephew walk down after me and his nephews because I want to see
3: them. Oh, yeah. That would be very I'm cute. Like and then they'll probably run to you guys yeah. and. Have it be extra special. Okay. Do you want just (laughs) one dress or multiple looks throughout the night?
2: I would do as many as I could. Like I change my dress the day anyways. I would literally do as many as I could.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She changes every hour. (laughs) Yes. Um, Sit down dinner or a big buffet?
2: Sit down dinner. Family
3: style.
4: Well, Okay. okay.
3: I feel like you also just answered this too, but kids at the wedding
4: or leave all of them at home?
2: leave them all at home except our nieces and nephews
4: mm-hmm. okay kick them out k- kick them out of the um yeah the after party yeah. at a certain time
3: <laughs> only for adult eyes <laughs> um
4: <laughs> right yeah. honeymoon right after the wedding or leave some mm-hmm. time in between
2: um either maybe it like, depends on the year season i don't know andy's like both i want both oh. Give me two no, honeymoons. I love the travel. I was That's like Yeah, I'll go on a honeymoon tomorrow without him getting <laughs>
3: Well, and if you're in Italy, it's like you can still stay there for a bit and true. enjoy just the two of you afterwards and then do something somewhere else mm-hmm. another time. After then,
2: actually. Like, not, not right mm-hmm. after. Maybe a few months after because then you kind of get to, like, double dip.
3: Yeah, and then have something different to look that forward to nice. once the wedding planning dies down and you'll miss that, but you'll still have this vacation to look I forward like to. Idea, I feel like you and I are so... So similar, it's crazy. Okay, matching bridesmaids' dresses or different color. Oh, wait, what is okay? Matching bridesmaids' dresses or matching color, but different dresses. No
2: bridesmaids, (laughs) I actually welcome. I was like, you you girls are welcome. Everyone that's gonna come would have been my bridesmaid, anyways. Like, that's how close I was. So,
4: okay,
2: so no either. My sister, his brother, and then, I mean, all of our friends, like why have to pick between everybody? Everyone will just, mm -hmm. but my friends, some of them are joking around that they're going to show up in matching dresses anyways.
3: I can't (laughs) wait to see how it all turns out. That was our last question for the game, but whatever you decide, whenever you decide it is going to be beautiful. It's going to be stunning. And, I'm just so happy for you. I can't wait to meet Blaine. I really do want to meet him. He sounds like an incredible man. Andy, one more (laughs) thing before we let you go. Every week we share our rose and our thorn, which is basically our best moment of the week and our least favorite or messiest. So I'll start it off to make it easy, and I'm going to start with my thorn. And honestly, I don't even know if I have a thorn this week. Um, I'm going to just say I've been traveling out this past week, so it's just been... I've been very exhausted, but it's a good problem to have. And my rose is going to be the fact that I was able to see and surprise my mom and sister for Mother's mm-hmm. Day. And it was very fun and very um. fun to see my niece. We were in the midst of potty training, which that probably should have been my thorn for the messiest moment because it's definitely the potty training. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. What about you, Michelle?
4: Um, I would say that my rose would have to be that Um, I was able to just spend a ton of time this past weekend with friends and family outside because the weather is turning over. And so it's like that lovely feeling of being able to open up your windows and air out your house and like spring's here and the snow is done, fingers crossed, hopefully. Um, My thorn would have to be that I overslept my alarm several times this week, which usually never happens. um, But it's a it's kind of a chaotic way to start the week, you know. You <laughs>
3: it's
2: almost summer break. Don't worry.
4: <laughs> it, it's almost there. It's almost there. Andy, what about you? What is your rose and thorn say, of the week?
2: I mean, my rose bittersweet, but coming back to LA, um, I was gone for like a week on the east, so it's it's just nice to like be home. Uh, mm-hmm. I miss Blaine. He's not here right now, but we'll be together soon. But it's nice being home. That's definitely my rose. Just mm-hmm. my little babe cave. My thorn actually happened this morning when I lost my Zara receipt. Oh, for some returns? No, no returns accepted without a receipt. I do love Zara, but it is difficult to return some stuff, so.
3: It is, it really is. (laughs) Andy, I (laughs) am so happy we had you on. It's been way too long. I absolutely love you. So thank you for joining us on Happy Hour. Before you go, where can all of our listeners find you on social? Um, Well, you
2: probably won't find me very often, but when I'm there, Instagram at Andy (laughs) Dorfman.
4: at yes this <laughs> is why i like yeah. her <laughs> another <laughs> private know, gal <laughs> you do you have
3: to meet in person we i will plan a girl's night michelle when you're out here next i will we get some in the of yeah, books we'll. because it would be so much fun
4: yes we'll definitely have to link up again and um until then send me send me those uh copies because i actually want to oh. get into that
3: thank you guys for having me thanks andy we'll see you soon Tell not. when we say hi
4: <laughs> take care <laughs> bye
3: She's an absolute gem. When we all get together, you will hit it off and love her.
4: She's so sweet. She just seems so down to earth, so normal. um, And just, I don't know. I love her vibes. And one thing
3: about her, too, that, (laughs) I mean, when you're in person, you'll definitely pick up on. But she is also just so confident in who she is as a woman, as a person, what she stands for. And I think that that's something it's a great aspect that anyone Mm -hmm. can have in life, but it's really empowering. So when like, I've only been out with her a handful of times, but she builds people up. She builds women up. She just knows who she is and she owns it. And that's one thing that I love Mm. most about her, but I'm so glad we had her on. It was good to just catch up and hear more about her, her new relationship and this next chapter in her life. I can't wait to see them with their wedding plans. And I love the fact. And that ring. I mean, I was blinded every time she would lift up her left hand. I was like, wow can we get a still shot of this
4: she's so pretty it is,
3: it is he, he I love, well. it, I love he that, that she's well. like oh no one was going to notice it when I went out with Amanda and I was like there's no hiding that honestly you should have right. left it at home if you didn't want people to say anything because it's, it's a big old rock <laughs> you can spot that thing
4: for miles oh yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> miles it's like away. the Great Wall of China that people can see from space that is her ring um <laughs> But Andy, really thank you myself. for joining us. And thank you, Michelle, for being here again. I have I've had such a blast in this podcast with you. I'm so happy that you started this with me. And I can't wait to
4: Aww, each you're week. It just gets better yeah. and better. And I just I love doing <laughs> it with you. Um, so thank you, Michelle. It, it really has been awesome. And I'm I'm so excited to just for the day where we get to take this in person, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, in person in L.A. or in person on the road, wherever it's at. Um, Yeah, this is just the start. Watch out.
3: Uh, Michelle, thank you. And a huge thank you to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. It was so fun chatting with you again this week. (laughs) Yes.
4: And make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok.
3: And Badster Happy Hour is available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. And you can always listen to us ad free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.
4: Thank you, listeners, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
0: Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their Demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That 43 sizes and 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com.
1: So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world and they're super easy to take when you're on the go.